Volume 2, Chapter 8 of Cats. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rebecca Braunert Plunkett. Cats. Their points and characteristics with curiosities of cat life and a chapter on feline ailments by W. Gordon Staples. Volume 2 chapter eight odds and ends when my pet cat read the heading of this chapter she sarcastically remarked humph i suppose you mean that cats tails are the ends but what's the odds theodore nero raised his chin slightly from the carpet to add so long's you're happy you brood said muffy you don't know what you're talking about you always are half asleep but touching cats tails it wouldn't be the best policy to touch every cat's tail, however. A lady asked me seriously at a dinner the other day, Why does a cat waggle its tail? Such a question at such a time was a poser, and to comfort me she added that she really was asking for information. I answered as Dundreary, Because the cat is stronger than its tail. If the tail was the stronger, the tail would waggle the cat. Cats are extremely proud of their tails. Pulling a Jew's beard and a cat's tail are indignities of inequality. Doubtless, did mankind possess these appendages, he would be equally jealous of their honor. But they have been overlooked somehow in the outfitting. But just imagine how gingerly we gentlemen would use them. How elegantly we would carry them under our arms while walking, and how we would flare up if anyone trod on our tail. Imagine Patty at a fair. Twelve o'clock and no fight yet. Will any gentleman just spit on the point of my tail? How useful, too, tails would be in many ways in riding, driving, or boating. On a rainy day, one's umbrella might be tied to it so as to have both hands free, and in mobs and crowds it could be worn out of sight. How handy to dig your neighbor in the ribs with and say, sly dog, or don't you see, don't you see, when you'd made a bad pun. How useful to the orator for elegant gesticulation to give point to an argument or to indicate derision. For example, Lord Chief Justice, did you poke your tail at me, sir? Claimant, no, my lord, I... Lord Chief Justice, very well, sir, don't do it again that's all how convenient the british sailor would find a tail when aloft reefing topsails and sure wouldn't jack also use it as a tobacco stopper if men had tails the medical profession would be benefited thereby there would be several new diseases and new operations how beautifully this would sound for instance compound commutative fracture of the middle third of caudal extremity or amputation at the tenth caudal vertebra which would give rise to advertisements like the following turner's circular splint and beautiful easy fitting caudal appendages equal to nature patronized by the illustrious duke of dunmore whose tail was carried away by a five hundred pounder at the battle of dorking during the famous charge of the gallant london scottish only seven and six the ends of justice too would be assisted 
New laws would be added to the penal code. Garroters would be condemned to two years' imprisonment and deprivation of codicity. Lesser offences punished by six months and six inches of tail. Thus we should easily know a rogue in the street when we met one. I must stop. I feel I should warm to the subject, and one of such vast ramifications ought to have more space for its consideration than I can afford. However, to bandmasters, acrobats, public speakers, parsons, painters, and policemen, tales would indeed be invaluable, and, upon my honour, when I come to think of it, I only wonder how human beings have come to be overlooked in this little matter. Cats, it may be observed, wag their tails when pleased, when angry they lash them, and when excited and about to spring on their prey the tail quivers. This is all involuntary on the part of the pussy, and is an index of the state of her feelings, the tail being principally supplied with nerves from the spinal cord, and along this cord the nervous force is carried from the brain. Why do cats always fall on their feet? This question is by no means difficult to answer. When she first falls from a height, her back is lowermost, and she is bent in a semicircle. If she fell thus, fracture of the spine and death would be the inevitable result. But natural instinct induces her, after she has fallen a foot or two, to suddenly extend the muscles of her back and stretch her legs, the belly now becomes the convexity, and the back concave, thus altering the centre of gravity and bringing her round. Then she has only to hold herself in this position in order to alight on her feet. One day lately, a lady who lives in the fourth story of a house in Dundee hung the cage with a canary on a nail outside the window. The cat from the inside watched it for some time till, unable any longer to withstand the temptation, she made a spring and, somehow missing the cage, fell to the ground some forty feet. But she alighted on her feet and walked off as if nothing had occurred. Cats are wonderfully sure-footed. I saw a cat one day taking an airing along a housetop where Blondin could hardly have walked without a pole. She had a kitten in her mouth, too, to make her performance all the more entertaining. Another puss I saw sitting on an iron rail a few feet from the ground and apparently fast asleep. The rail was only about one inch in diameter, and she sat there fully an hour. Very few cats care to drink spirituous liquors. Dogs are not so particular. One dog I had once, on board ship, a Labrador retriever, used to attend the call of Grogo every day and get his allowance along with the men. He never got drunk, though, and he showed his wisdom by taking it well watered. I know a little bull-terrier bitch who goes to a hotel every day she has a chance. Her favorite tipple is beer poured upon a salver. As she cannot speak, she sits in a chair and thinks a lot. As she always meets plenty of friends willing to stand treat, she never comes home sober. I saw her a few weeks ago, trying in vain to cross the street. At last, she sat down in the middle and barked to me. I was sorry to see a well-bred young lady in such a condition, so I helped her home, for which she showed gratitude next day. 
but my father had a cat a big tom whom the servants used to make drunk at any time his beverage was scotch whisky bros i e oatmeal and whisky and i've seen him come staggering into the parlor and tumble over the leg of the table then he would fall asleep cats as a rule do not like music although if brought up in a musical family they learn to tolerate it a cat is easily taught to come when whistled upon a friend of mine has a cat who if he commences to whistle a tune immediately jumps on his breast and rubs her head all over his face as if trying to comfort him having the notion no doubt that he is in some sort of anguish but if he puts out his hand to take down his fiddle in her presence she at once erects her back and tail and growls at him in unmistakable anger however in this she shows her good taste for her master is certainly the most execrable performer that ever tickled hair on gut there are many old superstitions regarding cats still extant and many foolish notions about them that had much better be unlearned sailors believe that if the ship's cat be lost overboard shipwreck or some such disaster is almost sure to follow my own old captain commander mcgage was imbued with this notion hence his extreme care to retain the black cat on board as depicted in the tale which follows this chapter the skipper's imp witches are supposed by some to be constantly attended by an evil spirit in the shape of a black cat to dream of cats is considered very unlucky in some of the more unfrequented districts of scotland the good folks are still very careful to shut up their cats in the house on halloween i e the thirty first of october and they tell me that those cats that have managed to escape incarceration that night may be seen by those brave enough to look scampering over hill and dell and across the lonely moors each one ridden by a brownie a boggle a spunky or some other infernal jockey in fact a devil's own steeplechase and they say those cats never produce young again or if they do the sooner the kittens are put out of sight the better they are subject to startings in their sleep no wonder have a weird unearthly look about their eyes and soon pine away and die and go we shudder to say whither cats are supposed to be capital prognosticators of the weather if a cat is seen washing her face with more than usual assiduity it is going to be stormy and if pussy sits much with her back to the fire you may expect frost and snow in winter and thunder and lightning with hail in summer some portion of pussy's person seems indeed to retain the power of foretelling the weather even after death as witness that common toy which poor people use instead of a barometer a wee-wee man and a wee-wee woman living together in a wee-wee house one of them pops out every day if the day is to be fine the lady comes if not like a loving wife she sends her good man out the secret is the little couple are suspended on catgut which twists or untwists according to the state of the atmosphere there is a very common popular fallacy regarding cats sucking an infant's breath and killing it 
the idea is simply preposterous cats being extremely fond of children naturally like to get into the cradle to lie beside and watch them they often crouch upon the child's breast this may impede breathing more or less according to the relative size of the cat to the baby if the cat actually sits upon the child's face then indeed the poor creature may be suffocated but such an occurrence is so very rare that it is hardly worth mentioning many more deaths occur from bad arrangement of a baby's pillow in which case the mother must be glad when there is a cat to put the blame upon cats have any amount of wiliness about them a dog would scarcely think of hiding below a bush until its prey came within reach but cats are adepts at such an ambuscade a cat knows by experience that a bird say a sparrow looks almost in every direction saving directly beneath it and so pussy always steals a march on it from below if a bird is foolish enough to alight on the top of a cloth pole pussy has a very easy victory it is that same habit of never looking downwards which causes those large birds which alight on a ship's yard to be so easily captured by the sailors instances of jealousy are by no means uncommon in the feline race jealousy is an indication of a sensitive nature and no animal in the world is more sensitive than a cat a lady had a pretty little pussy which she had saved from drowning this cat was excessively fond of its mistress was never absent from her while in the house and outside used to follow her like a dog but in course of time this lady bought a parrot and pussy must have thought her mistress was paying the bird too much attention for all of a sudden the cat's nature seemed entirely changed it did not respond to the lady's caresses it would sit for an hour at the time looking with gathered brows at the parrot and instead of accompanying her mistress abroad she remained sulking indoors in truth the cat was breaking her heart her glossy fur got dry and rough and at last she refused all food so as she really loved her cat this lady parted with her parrot although with great reluctance pussy recovered at once the effect seemed magical and in a few days she was herself again the same fun-loving frolicsome loving wee cat she had been before a gentleman had a cat whom he had called pimento the pimento tree the reader will remember is said to permit no rival plant to grow within its shade there was another cat in the same house but pimento although otherwise a nice cat and gentle and loving in the extreme would never allow his master to pay the slightest attention to this cat if he did there was a row at once and if his master protected the other cat then pimento at once left the room growling and in high dudgeon in a house where i resided says a correspondent there were two cats a young and an old one the young one was a smart clever animal with a decided turn for humour the other liked to be taken notice of one day i was paying some attention to the latter which of course was highly pleased with tail erect it walked backward and forward the young one which had been pretending to be asleep suddenly seized hold of the tail of the other with its paw 
gave it a sharp pull and was again in a sleeping attitude ere the other had time to look around the old one turned about saw the young one apparently asleep and me laughing it immediately retired to a corner of the room thinking no doubt that i was a double villain did the reader observe how very fond cats are of sitting on paper one can hardly have a pet puss and not observe this trait if you have a book on your lap up jumps pussy and seats herself right on top of it if you are writing a letter pussy creeps along the table singing so that you can hardly be angry with her and places herself on the writing materials my present puss prefers the daily telegraph to anything else for a bed at night or to have her kittens on indeed if the standard is lying on the same sofa and she gets on to it by mistake she will very soon get off and on to the telegraph are cats revengeful never as a rule yet they do sometimes display little pettish outbursts of temper they would not be like women if they did not do that a lady tells me that when she's riding her cat will sometimes come and plant herself right in the way and when gently pushed off she suddenly loses her temper and pitches the writing materials right and left onto the floor the following anecdote is highly illustrative of the kind and quality of pussy's revenge now for the story of the cat she was a lovely black and white kabul cat the same as persian with hair like floss silk as long as one's finger and as wise as a great many human beings she had a great dislike to roast mutton cold and when i had nothing else to offer her her resentment was most marked she refused my caresses and walked straight off to my dressing-room where on the top of the chest of drawers stood my bonnet-box she jumped up and administered slaps to the box until it fell on the floor when she would come away at once her revenge being gratified this occurred on several occasions and only when she was offered a cold mutton dinner was not the knowledge of what would distress my feminine feelings a wonderful piece of intelligence we quite looked out for it after the first few times and would watch her walking off to my room and then in a minute or two there would be bump bump and my husband would say there goes your bonnet i only know one instance of what might be called revenge proper it was a large black cat of the name of imp the poor fellow was exceedingly ill-used by the servant-maid who used to beat him on every occasion possible imp's dislike to the girl was very great although he evidently was afraid to attack her but one day the servant was coming downstairs with a tray of dishes and seeing both her hands full imp thought he ought not to miss such a golden opportunity for retaliation he accordingly flew at her and scratched both her arms and face severely so we see that cats although gentle and forgiving in the extreme to those who love them do not easily forget an injury from the hands of a stranger or cat hater the reader must have often heard that cats seem to possess some wonderful instinct which enables them to predict certain kinds of coming calamities such as earthquakes and different sorts of explosion 
personally i know one instance of this although i cannot explain it our ship's cat taking to the rigging and sitting on the main truck before our vessel was discovered to be on fire another i have from my grandfather an officer in the first royals at the time of the last anglo-franco war my grandmother was bending down taking something from a chest on the floor when suddenly the whole window was blown to splinters dust almost around her with the thunder of some dreadful explosion it was a transport that had entered the harbor keel i think some days before laden with war munitions and which had blown up with all hands but it was remarked by every one on the quay that the ship's cat had been sitting all the morning of the explosion on the vessel's main truck cats are sometimes very fond of horses i know an instance of this where the stable cat was very much attached to a certain horse and that animal evidently reciprocated the cat's kindly feelings and pussy used to stand quietly and allow the horse to lick her fur the wrong way and indeed seemed to enjoy it we all know how proud miss puss is of her song barring a certain drowsy monotony which acts like a narcotic both on herself and kittens and at times even on human beings there isn't much melody in it however this power of singing becomes lost in sickness and also in extreme old age i know of a cat of very advanced years that had given up singing for many a day until a kitten a famous musician in its way came to reside at her house then old poor pussy tried hard to get out a bar or two and her efforts to succeed were quite ludicrous being laughed at she flew into a passion and put her spite out on the happy little kitten the more this spirited pussy was thrashed however the louder it sang so the old cat left the room in disgust the days and years of a cat's life are on an average fourteen but many live very much longer fifteen and seventeen are very common ages for pussy to die at the longest time i have ever known a cat live was till its twenty-second year but i have heard of them dying at the age of thirty it is quite a common thing for a cat to feed itself with milk or cream by dipping her forepaw in the jug and then licking it pussy is very awkward at drinking water from a crystal tumbler at first she will generally thrust her head too far in which will make her sneeze then she will sit and eye the glass for a time as if considering how far the water comes up not content with ocular demonstration she will next put a paw cautiously in until the extreme end of her toes touches the water and thus after marking the distance she can drink in comfort a certain cat which had been reared on the spoon used when full grown to sit up on her hind legs and reaching down the spoon to her mouth with her paws swallow the contents the same cat used to drink milk if poured into her mouth from a jug or any dish with a spout to it so expert at that trick did she become that sitting up as usual she used to receive and swallow a continuous stream poured into her throat from a height of three feet 
for the subject matter of the remainder of this chapter i am indebted to a lady who takes a great interest in feline nature it is certain she says that cats have some strange instincts that sends them when lost or starving to certain people they have followed me in gay crowded streets and met me in fields i have gone into shops and bought milk and rolls for the starvelings and have gone again to the same place and they were gone doubtless cats on the tramp and destitute i have known a friend's cat lost for five days and it never attempted to make its sorrows known until i passed before the window of an underground room when her shrieks were horrible to hear and so prolonged that the passers-by stopped to listen i remained speaking to the poor creature whose claws were rattling against the shut door until the key was brought and pussy set free she relates an instance of a young surgeon who was on his way to join his ship to sail to the antipodes and who was followed to the very boat by a pretty little kitten as it seemed bent on being a sailor the surgeon put the poor thing in his pocket it was presented to a lady on board who was interested in its story and is now doing duty among the cats of south australia a country by the by where cats are more fully appreciated than here Beda was a beautiful blue tabby one summer's morning down in devon she had been missed for hours and on being called a viper glided out from a thicket in the garden closely followed by the cat the snake until killed by a lady kept moving off but every moment turning round and hissing at Beda, who however was in no ways put about the following also tends to show that cats have no fear of snakes at artia in the province of orissa a cobra had his den under a mulberry tree near a garden log one day our english tabby cat beta had been missing with all her kits for some hours she was found at the foot of the mulberry tree teaching her children to pat the cobra on the head every time he popped it out when the hat was protruded too far a stroke from puss herself caused its speedy withdrawal thinking the game dangerous the cobra which measured two inches in diameter was dug out and killed we were afterwards told by the natives that no snake will kill a cat as they dislike the fur cats are like dogs and generally have a favorite among the litter the handsomest once when beta was nursing in india a wild cat sprang in by the open window and tried to seize the kittens beta made off with her pet and the wild cat was beaten out beta however forgot where she had hidden the favorite nor would she be consoled with the other members of her family a search was accordingly made and the pet kitten at last found on a sofa in an adjoining bungalow this lady's cat never attempted to touch the canary nor indeed any birds about the place end of volume two chapter eight